this flyover clip. But this inflation is impacting people so quickly that they they're, they're really feeling it. You know, uh, they have now two people working and they're not producing the same kind of lifestyle that you could have ever produced before. Less opportunity to ever own own their own home. And they find that they're kind of falling in line when they hear the Klaus Schwab and the Yuval Harari and them say, you're going to own nothing and you'll be happy. Mm-hmm. It Like they're, they're kind of understanding you will own nothing. Now, I don't know if they're going to be happy about it or not, but it's happening well, yeah. so fast. My point with all of that is we don't need these old story. Hey, I remember when back in the fifties, they could, you know, buy a milkshake for mm-hmm. a nickel. You know, it's like, it's happening last year, two happening years ago. so fast mm-hmm. now that like the next time you might go through a drive through with your kids, the price has changed. And it's like mm-hmm. so fast, you know, next, the next week you're at the store, the prices have changed. It's accelerate is it, where do you see that element going? Cause you've been talking about inflation before people were concerned when you brought up inflation in the nineties, they're like, yes, but we're living well. They don't say that now. They don't say, yes, but we're living well. No. Now what they're saying is, yes, but what are you going to do about it to save us? Mm. They're they're turning to the same people that created the problem. And they're saying, what are you going to do to save us? And, of course, the people that created the problem, we're talking about the cartel called the central banks, the Mm -hmm. Federal Reserve System in our case. Uh, they, They knew this time was coming. This is not a surprise for them. They, they know the history of money very well. It was just a question of could they push off the the collapse point past their lifetime, let somebody else worry about it. But now they sure. they have decided, in my view, they have decided that, okay, it's we can't push it. We can't kick the, the can down the street any further mm-hmm. now. It's, it's here. So what we're going to do is we're going to just blow it up ourselves mm-hmm. and just just destroy it so it completely collapses as quickly as possible so that the people will turn back to us and say, what are you going to do? What's the solution? And they've been working on the solution, of course, for a long time. They're now calling it the CBCD, the Central yep. Bank Digital Currency. They've, they've wanted a cashless society for so long. They started writing about it 100 years ago before it was even conceivable. But uh, now with the... Yeah, thank you for putting that up. <laughs> now with the, uh, with the advent of digital everything, uh, digital money, of course, is a reality. And, and a cashless money is even, even more desirable to them. See, the piece mm-hmm. of paper there is still, it's still currency. It's in your pocket. It's yours. It's you possess it. And when you go to the bank, you say, this is my dollar, and I'm putting it in deposit. But when I want it back, it's mine. Mm-hmm. But now... Even that has changed. I don't know if you're aware of that, but the money you put into the banks now, since about five or six years ago, is not yours. I don't know. Most people don't know that. Now, the laws have been changed very quietly. Congress passed the laws. Nobody didn't reach the newspapers. Now, legally, that money is considered to be invested in the bank, like you bought stock in the bank. So it's now theirs to do with as they please. And if they lose it, it's too bad. It's not yours. It was theirs. So, um, wow. Kind of like what they're trying to do with our kids today. Those are not your kids. They're our kids, the state. That's exactly the same thing. Yeah. The same mm-hmm. concept. So, but even that is, is soon to be gone because at least while you possess it, it's in your hands or in your pocket. Mm-hmm. You can stuff the tin can full of it and bury it in the backyard and fall back on it. But now what they want is to get that out of circulation too, so that you have nothing in your hands, nothing that you can store on your own. And that's where the digital money comes in. It's, it's more digital than even credit cards, with our, which are 
digital, but these are uh, programmed digitals, which means that they can program the value of it. And um, it's, it's, there's no free market component of it at all. It belongs to the banks and they issue it to you and they can take it away from you as either a fine for a criminal activity or a fine for punishment for something that is socially unacceptable. And they're very much into social credit scores mm -hmm. now, yeah. same as the Chinese people have. Mm -hmm. So they can make you totally dependent on them for everything in your life, which is the ultimate, the ultimate chain of slavery. And we're coming very close to that. And this is not happening by um, evolution. It's happening by design. Yeah. And the, mm -hmm. the, yeah, I like that picture because there you see it is being built. There's a crane building it. It's not being built from the bottom up. It's being built from the top down. Yeah. I've heard you sense. say in the past, you're better at the watts than the winds. Um, yeah. and, uh, uh, but let's talk about the, the watt a little, a little bit more, you know, in my hand here, I have, you know, 10 ounces of silver. This is a currency You know, there's a lot of currencies, you it's know, it's tangible. It's tangible. You mm -hmm. can touch it. I can hold it. I can have it. I could hide it. I could put it in a depository. I could maybe come there and maybe I could get by 20 of your books. You might trade me some of your books for 10 out, you know, or whatever, but a lot of things are, you know, if, if things got really tough, the bank shut down, I mean, you might trade bottles of wine for, you know, uh, chickens or something, mm -hmm. you know, whatever's of value. Um, there was people during lockdowns with COVID, you know, we had listeners and people emailing us that they were buying hydroxychloroquine. They're trading nine millimeter, you know, bullets for it, you know, cases of ammunition for hydroxychloroquine. They're doing like just trades of, of mm -hmm. different things, what people needed and they thought was going to be scarce. Um, anything that's going like to be scarce like can like become a currency. Like toilet, toilet paper. paper. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Toilet which, paper. Which, was, which is, you know, this basically. Yeah. <laughs> um, but 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 talk about that 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 mechanism the what a little bit more. I've heard you reference that that the life they're trying to create best case scenario would look like we're all in the military, and yeah, that, that's that kind it. of a of analogy. Yeah, that's a more comprehensive view because it's not focused just on money. It's part of a of a bigger plan to control humans, all of us, as totally not just through money but through through uh, information and through food, through medications, through education, everything. They want total control of our minds, our bodies, and our souls. And so that takes, money is the great key that opens up all of that stuff, but it takes more than money. Money buys certain things, mm -hmm. buy the services of other people. So what are those other things? Well, that's everything you can think of that we need. So, and my best analogy is like, when I was in the military for a brief period of time, uh, they provided everything I needed. Uh, they provided shelter, food, clothing, mm -hmm. medical care. Uh, they gave me a few bucks at the end of the month, but it was just more of a token than anything else. And uh, they gave me discounts at the PX store on base so I could buy things much cheaper than any place else or anybody else could buy and all that. But I was totally dependent on them for all of these things. And I was happy. I'm just a kid. I said, gee, this is great. I can, I can get all this free stuff. And, um, but what I didn't realize is that I paid a price for it. I had, mm. I saw people who were of superior rank. They had, I just had a couple of stripes on my shoulder. These guys had, had gold, a brass and, and silver insignia on their collars and on their caps. And the guy with more stripes, I had to salute all these people, you know, mm -hmm. and I had to, um, they didn't yes, realize you were no. G. Edward Griffin. <laughs> they didn't know that then. 
<laughs> I don't think they would have cared. <laughs> <laughs> they, they didn't even allow you the initial up front. It's just, Private yeah. Griffin, give me 25 pushups. I can't imagine. Yeah. So I realized looking back on it, how regimented the whole society was in the yeah. military. Of course, that was just one part. You get off the base and you go back to your family and live outside the, that military world and you're back in the real world again. But now what they're thinking about is something where there is no other world. It's mm-hmm. the, the whole world is a military base and people are uh, they have advantage depending on their rank, what mm-hmm. uniform they wear, what's their rank. And the higher the rank or the more privileges they have. And the ones at the very top live like the kings and queens, of course. And they don't have, they don't own anything except as you define the word ownership. What does ownership mean? There you get into a. A little interesting topic. I believe the proper definition of ownership means the the legal system under which you are legally allowed to control mm. a piece of property, control it or restrict it for your own personal use. If you can restrict it or control it at will, then you own it, whether you have a piece of paper that says you own it or not. The test is not the piece of paper, but your ownership, your your control over it. Well, in that environment, those who control your housing and your food supply and your everything else, they own you. Are you having a hard time sleeping at night thinking, what am I going to do about my finances? You know, times are really changing. They're changing fast. Let me give you a quick example of how. In 1920, if you had a $20 bill and one ounce of gold, you could go into any men's clothing store and buy an entire suit. Wow. The, the jacket, the shirt, the belt, shoes, the whole bit. Today, that $20 bill, what's it going to get you? Not much. Maybe the socks, maybe a <laughs> handkerchief, but the one ounce of gold could still buy you the entire suit at any men's store in America. That's the difference. That's what inflation does to your dollar. It's a deflating dollar caused by inflation. Now, today, that's happening faster than ever. You need somebody that you trust that can help get you out of a fake currency and into something that's going to keep you safe. And we know a guy that has two PhDs by the name of Dr. Dr. Kirk Elliott. We have known him for over 25 years, and he's someone we completely trust. You need somebody that you can get a hold of, somebody that's going to be there for you to get back out of it, and then maybe back into the stock market, maybe back into something else when things settle down. But right now is not that time. You need somebody that you trust and somebody you can call and make those worries go away. That's exactly right. So you can go to flyovergold.com, fill out your information for your free consultation, or you can call 720-605-3900. Do it today. You'll be glad you did. Looks like you've been sleeping well. Megan, he's back. The my pillow guy. And you're looking good. I'm still feeling good. Well, just when you thought it couldn't get any better, we've got the best pillow ever. My pillow 2.0. When I invented my pillow, it had everything you'd ever want in a pillow. Well, now there's new technology that makes it even better. My pillow 2.0 has my patented fill combined with a cooling fabric with temperature regulating thread. My pillow 2.0 is truly the next generation of my pillow. The best sleep just got even better. Whether you have a MyPillow or not, you need to get the brand new MyPillow 2.0. Call or go to MyPillow.com now. Use your promo code, and for a limited time when you buy one, you'll get a second one absolutely free. You're sleeping even better. And cooler, too. And you're looking good. 
feeling good. I knew you would. Visit MyPillow.com. For more great content, go to flyoverconservatives.com. 